Hi, I'm Brenda and you're listening to the Little Kingdom Warriors podcast, where we help our kids discover God through play. Are you overwhelmed by the weight of your never-ending list of things to do, but desperately want to invest in your kids' faith life? Are you tired of the same old colouring sheets and seemingly lifeless Bible stories that you're even struggling to sound enthusiastic about? Well, I'm here to help. I'm a lover of all things creative, an ex-primary school teacher turned stay-at-home mum and follower of Jesus. Let's walk this path together and transform our kids' lives with new and exciting ways to explore the Bible and help them become God's little kingdom warriors. We might not have it all together, but with God, and maybe a strong coffee or two, we've got this. Hello and welcome to Little Kingdom Warriors. I'm your host, Brenda Cordes. Today we are finishing up the final episode in my mini-series, Faith Over Fear, and we are going to be covering four lessons we can learn from our kids. So as I go to record this episode in Queensland where I live, um, parents are going to shortly be sending their kids if they go to school back into schools. It's been delayed because of COVID. So I am thinking if I was in those parents' shoes that I'd potentially feeling quite a lot of fear associated with my kids going back into the school system with the amount of sickness that's been about and particularly being talked about in the media all the time and possibly worrying about what might happen if they get unwell and how it might affect us and the family, etc. So I, I wanted to talk about that a little bit and, and it led me on to think about other things that we can learn from our kids. So something that I've become acutely aware of, particularly during the pandemic is, and, and also I suppose I'm speaking with um, being a parent of younger kids, so particularly if you've got older ones, this might not be the case, but I have found that it is so beautiful that kids are so blissfully unaware of what is going on around them and they can just enjoy being in the present moment without being distracted by the fear of what is going on and the future and the worries, I think, of this life that we often harbour within ourselves. Something that I wanted to share with you, and this, so this is the first lesson that we can learn from our kids is fears are often worse than the actual thing. So I wanted to tell you a little story to sort of illustrate this. So have you ever had a fear that you've worked up so much in your head and it turned out to be far worse in your head than it actually was? So we um, have been travelling out to my in-laws cattle property a heck of a lot during the last year and I have discovered that Lily has a number of different phobias. First of all, it was spiders and she was absolutely petrified of spiders and we were staying in my in-law's house and my father-in-law, who stays there most of the time, he isn't that fond of vacuuming. It gives him asthma and as a result, he has probably hundreds of spiders living in the house particularly there's areas of the house haven't been used a lot and Lily seemed to find all of the spiders 
and it was very scary for her. But the reality is the spiders sit there, they don't do anything and they just, they're just there and they're not that scary. They're not dangerous ones that we've seen anyway and the fear of them was so paralysing to her that she was terrified to go to the toilet. The other thing that she is petrified of, I have discovered, is frogs. And uh, <laughs> I I wanted to share with you a little story about the frogs that Lily is terrified of. So we, after we've been travelling out to the farm, we've been working on doing up the Shearer's Quarters where we'll probably eventually be living. And there's a... So that they've got the main house and then you walk across the deck and then there's the toilet block. And because it's all hooked up to rainwater and everything, frogs can actually get into the pipes and swim up. And so poor old Lily, first it was the spiders, then actually it was the mice because there was a, a mice plague. And now it's the frogs. So initially she wasn't aware of the frogs. And then she noticed there was a teeny weeny tiny little itty bitty frog sitting on the basin. Actually, there was a few. I think there was probably three. And and she was just so terrified of these frogs that one day she'd come to the bathroom. And I usually I was scouting out before she went in there because I knew how terrified she was. It's like, yep, no, it looks all good. No frogs in here. She comes in, sees a frog. Gets so terrified she tries to, to climb up my leg. These frogs we're talking about, they are harmless. They're, they're, they're actually pretty cute. They won't really do anything. They're just there to sort of get the flies. But it didn't matter how many times I told that to Lily. She wasn't having any of that. She saw the frog. It looked scary. It jumped unexpectedly. And... It made me think tonight, how often are we like that with God? We are sitting, squealing at the frog, and Jesus is saying, just trust me, it's okay, I've got this, you know, it's the frog isn't going to hurt you. What are the frogs in your life? Have you become so focused on the frogs that you've forgotten the greatness of God? Have you stopped trusting him? Do you trust him to help you overcome, overcome that frog? Have you become so focused on the frog that you've lost sight of your almighty God that can conquer the fear of that frog? Alrighty, moving on from the frog. I thought it was a funny story. I had to include it. Children trust and are generally willing to be corrected. So that's the next lesson that we can learn from our kids. There's a lovely story in the Bible where Jesus invites a little child to stand amongst the disciples and in Matthew 18 3 it says truly I tell you he said unless you change and become like little children you will never enter the kingdom of heaven therefore whoever humbles himself like this little child is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven so On reflecting on that verse, something that children are willing to do and we are often less willing to do as adults is children are willing to learn and generally they're more willing to submit to authorities over them on the most part and to acknowledge that they've made a mistake. 
Jesus wants us to remember that we have to become humble and just just as humble and just as willing to learn like little children so that he can correct us and save us so that we can enter the kingdom of heaven. The next lesson we can learn from our kids is how we can cast our cares on Jesus. Kids remind us of the simple pleasures of being carefree. They know that we as parents care for them, that we will take care of them. They don't have bills, they just simply trust us. Are we doing the same with God? Do we implicitly trust him like a child does? And how can we become like a child again in our faith and get that pure faith back that isn't choked on out by the worries of this world? In Luke 12, 22, Jesus says, Therefore I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat or drink, or about your body or what you will wear is not life more than food and the body more than clothes look at the birds of the air they do not sow or reap or gather into barns and yet your heavenly father feeds them are you not much more valuable than they who of you by worrying can add a single hour to his life and then it goes on to say therefore do not worry saying what shall we eat or what shall we drink Or what shall we wear? For the Gentiles strive after all these things, and your heavenly Father knows that you need them, but seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added unto you. Therefore do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself. Today has enough trouble of its own. So let's try and think about how we can first be seeking after God in everything that we do, and that these cares will start to fade away as we fix our eyes on Jesus and not on all our issues and all our problems in our life. The last lesson that I wanted to talk about that we can learn from our kids is children find simple things to be thankful for and this ties into the whole topic around faith over fear because when you become thankful you start to focus less on your worries and you start to focus less on the anxieties of this life. Something that I've really enjoyed with having kids is just how they can find the simplest things and to be excited about them. Like, for instance, I think I've shared before, but sometimes Lily will be sitting at the breakfast table and she'll look out at the blue sky and she'll go, oh, it's a lovely day, or, or other small things that kids are thankful for that you know, we don't get so excited about as adults unless you're, you know, maybe a big foodie. For example, Huey, my little boy, he is really excited about breakfast at the moment and he flaps his little arms. He's just turned two and he's finally excited about food. I'm I'm loving it. But they find simple things to be grateful for. They're excited about food. They're excited about how beautiful it looks outside. So I think we can take a leaf out of their book as adults and to start to be find simple things to be thankful for. Another small story when we've been doing up the Shearer's Quarters we found out that the water tank that was there is disintegrating and all of a sudden instead of being able to just turn on a tap in the kitchen to be able to get out water I had to be um, bringing it over from the main house for drinking water and then when I needed to wash up I was having to go to the old water tank that had sort of it was all rusted inside the whole top of the water tank had fallen in and it was all 
murky looking. So in order to wash up because the pipe had been disconnected, I was having to get buckets out and haul it up to the kitchen to do the washing up. And yes, I didn't have a dishwasher initially either, so that was a bit of a pain. So something that I took for granted before all of having to do all of that is at home, you can just switch on the tap and it, it just works. It you know, when I finished a meal, I just put my dishes in the dishwasher and press a button and off it goes. But it's funny how sometimes when you have those things stripped away, you suddenly realize how blessed you really, really are. So let's start finding small things to be thankful for and watch how it changes our attitude. Something that I have noticed is that it's really easy to focus on what other people have and to become jealous of them. We can look at Maybe they're pictures on social media or things that they're telling us that they're able to do when maybe we aren't, maybe we're not in that situation. In 1 John 2, 15 to 17, it says, Do not love the world or anything in the world. If anyone loves the world, love for the Father is not in them. For everything in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life comes not from the Father but from the world. The world and its desires pass away, but whoever does the will of God lives forever. All of the things the world can offer will ultimately never fulfill us, let's be honest. But if we can find joy in the small blessings and joy in the bigger blessings too, like the joy of salvation, it's really going to transform our lives. So let's just quickly go over what we talked about today. Four lessons that we can learn from our kids are fears are often far worse than the actual thing. Number two, children trust and are willing to be corrected generally. And we need to become like little children so that we can enter the kingdom of heaven. The next lesson that we can learn from our kids is that we can cast our cares on Jesus because he cares for us. And lastly, we can children find simple things to be thankful for and we can take a leaf out of their book and start to find more things to be thankful for and hopefully start to eliminate some of the fears that we have and the anxieties that we have in our lives. I just want to thank you so much for tuning in again this week and don't forget you can hop on over to my free Facebook group and share what you thought of the episode and anything else I would love to know anything else you would love to hear in the podcast If you want to just leave me a message on Facebook or a comment or something, that would be fantastic. And you can also reach out to me at brenda at littlekingdomwarriors.com. The other thing that I wanted to mention is that I have a free Bible play checklist for those of you who want to get started with Bible play at home. And I've got a link in the show notes where you can sign up to my email list and that will be automatically emailed to you. All right, thanks so much for tuning in and I'll talk to you next week. Bye. Hey friends, if this podcast encouraged you or made an impact on you in some way, I would be so grateful if you could take a minute to leave a review to help other people find my show. Don't forget to click subscribe so you are the first to know when a new episode airs. Hop on over and join my free Little Kingdom Warriors Facebook community, which I will link for you in the show notes. Thanks so much for listening and God bless. I'll see you next time.